All right. Hello, Rich Ryan here, Reinforced Running Podcast Solo. We'll have our guy, Ryan Kent, on to talk about how High Rocks Dubai went as a recording is Friday. I don't know how it went. I hope it went well. Sure, my guy crushed, but we'll, t- we'll be back to talk about all of that stuff potentially later this week, definitely next. So today, this is a topic I've been thinking quite a bit about. It's a topic that I come in and out of uh, more specifically toward the race season itself, and that is toughness. What, like, what is toughness? What does it feel like? How do you know when you're being tough? Does it feel the same for everyone? Or and like, am I wimping out? Or am I just tired? <laughs> What's the difference? And where is that line? And how do we how do we push through it? Is that even possible? And every race I go in with some kind of objective. And my main objective in this previous race for DecaFit PA was to learn. Learn and grow. That's what I said. So I'm okay with how it all went. I'm not upset about it. We spoke about it on the last podcast. Everything's feeling fine. It was a bit of an ego blow, but it's always been helpful for me in the past to figure out what went wrong and how to change that for the next time. And that kind of brought me to my topic today is toughness and the different types of toughness that athletes can put on display. But first, this episode is brought to you by Resolute Coffee. Now, I've been working with them for a couple of months now, and it's been nothing short of amazing. I feel supportive. I feel like they believe in what we do here, and I know that they're passionate about the sport. So if you're going to buy nice coffee, you might as well buy it from someone who's within the community, like for real. Resolute has a real nice combination of approachable and unique coffees. So if you want something that's like a little more straightforward, something that's nice, something that would be like the drip house blend at a fancy coffee shop, I would go with the Aponte Honey. Chocolatey, nice, clean finish. It, it's just a really good, predictable cup of coffee. If you want something that's a little bit more adventurous, something that's a little bit less predictable, different flavors each time, I would recommend the Ethiopian Natural. So sometimes you brew it, get some funkiness, some fruitiness, and sometimes a little bit lighter. And sometimes you get a little bit more chocolatey out of it. So it really just depends. It's going to be, again, a little bit more of an adventure in a cup. And I love it. It's one of my favorites. That's my favorite there. So use code RR20 at checkout. Get 20% off of your order. Crush it daily. So in general, I would consider myself a tough person to a point. Uh, There's something that... I have that it might not be learned that I feel uh, makes me tough. Uh, I usually attribute this to to my upbringing to some just to a point. And it's not necessarily like my internal nuclear upbringing with my parents. They instilled a value of kindness that is probably my largest support pillar in terms of my values and and the person that I am. So that was all good, right? There's nothing there that that doesn't have that like made me need to be necessarily tough. But the external environment that I grew up in did not really have that cultural or communal pillar of kindness. <laughs> so, uh, so most people, not all, of course, but the majority of people were, were not very nice. We're not very friendly. Um, and some were just like not nice at all. So I've interacted with a lot of people who are less than warm. And that has been something that has really made me and still this idea of never backing down because if I'm waiting for people to be nice, to be kind, to be warm, I wouldn't do anything. I would be afraid of everyone. 
And because I played sports and I love to compete and I love to win, I was not going to back down from anyone. And, you know, sports is a small example of some bigger idea around like backing down or being tough. But that was basically what my my background was in was it was in competition and needing to compete against these people. I was able to kind of override this fear because I, I, I liked competing so much and, and winning was just so fun. So if I wanted to win, I couldn't be afraid. I couldn't be afraid. So that's the, that's one thing that I have now as well. It's still part of it. Like I, I don't, I don't fear athletes uh, that, that I haven't come across. I don't, I don't necessarily have a ton of quote unquote, uh, respect unless, uh, Unless I know it, unless I felt it. To quote like Dylan Brooks against in the playoffs, he's like, I don't respect anybody until they give me 40. And then LeBron gave him 40. So there's that respect. You know, and it's so just having that is a good start for an athlete, right? It's it's like a blue collar mentality. It's that when it comes push push comes to shove, there's not gonna be any backing down. And I really like that idea. Uh, of toughness you know it's like it's that rocky thing insert the rocky quote right here <laughs> and that's really the uh, the whole deal like that's where i'm from that's the kind of person that i am when it comes to to toughness and i didn't really learn that knowingly it wasn't a choice you know it was and and there's different ways for people to be tough in in similar areas and maybe not this blue collar mentality but that's the kind that that, that came to me but sometimes I feel like that amount of toughness will only get me so far. It's not enough to get me through like incredibly uncomfortable physical situations. You know, that the mentality is there to step up and not back down. But in the moments where things get really nasty, I don't have a, a hot enough fire burning when it comes to toughness to get through anything right like i will take on that feeling but sometimes it will overtake me and i feel like some people do have that fire and it just exists the way that that blue collar mentality just exists in me so can that be learned that that like fiery toughness like i've learned a lot i've gotten a lot better in a lot of different areas but I'm not exactly sure. Like, I don't think you could learn the blue collar mentality if you're in your 30s or 40s. <laughs> like, that just happened, right? Like, there's going to be something else that came from your background that got you to the point where you are. And that's what kind of led us down this road of endurance sports. You have to have a bit of toughness to be here in the first place, or you're learning it as you're going. But, like, is that fire always going to? To, to, get, to put me at a, a disadvantage the way other athletes have. The thing that I have is that I'm hungry. Right? I want to learn. I want to win. I want to compete. Uh, and I think that that is something that keeps me rolling. And this hunger, it leads me to push myself frequently and intensely, consistently, right? That's training. I love training because I'm hungry. And I know I can learn, I know it can improve, and I know I'll learn a lot during that process. <clears throat> so this kind of hunger is, it, it really develops toughness through 
training. And that's where that kind of toughness kind of comes through, that learned toughness, that experiential toughness that you can put yourself there day in and day out. And again, because you're an endurance athlete, you probably have that. You probably have that as well because you can't just get better at this without putting in that kind of time. You might have a little bit of that fire burning that if you can overperform based off your fitness, I have had teammates that were like that who would just get worked in practice all the time and then would come out and do great in the meets. You know, they have something that they can go a little bit further, dig a little bit deeper. But is that, is like the, the, the training, the hunger, is that toughness? You know, I think it could get you, get you pretty far, but when it comes to that line that you need to cross, like can training do it or do you need to have felt it in the past to know that you can keep going? Right. And I think that's where that's where my issue is, is that I need to be very familiar with the feeling so that I know I can go there and that I can come out. And that's why specific training works really, really well for me. Right. There's definitely something physiological that happens in training that will improve all these areas and will allow things to be a little bit easier, but and feel a little bit better. But there's still going to be that unknown part that I don't think can be learned. But I do think it can be facilitated. So I would call these kind of hunger cues, right? Like, what's why are you doing it? Why are you out there? You might not know why you're training hard and racing hard. And, you know, sometimes your goal might just be to have fun. And that's great. Like then you're, then you're, then that's easy. Then you probably don't need any of this, right? This whole conversation is probably not even the point to you, but if performance is important to you in any way, like you're going to leave some results on the table. If you're not crystal clear about why you're out here doing it and why you're willing to put in the effort every day in training. And if you have something on race day that is so important that you're willing to go into those deep, dark places, then that's how you're going to get your best result, right? Knowing what that is. If it's just training and training and training and getting familiar with the feeling and improving your body and getting better and better, like you're going to get better, right? You might maximize physically what you're able to do in training and what you've built yourself into, but will you get the best results possible? It's something that needs to be on the table for you. Like you can, like, again, like, what is it? What's the goal? Is it becoming physically the best that you're capable of doing? Or is it performing to your absolute peak capabilities? And if it's the latter, you need to have that fire. You need to facilitate that thing. You need to keep it going. And the best athletes, they have both, right? Some athletes, they just have the fire. It's like this inherent toughness. It's a hunger and they have that hunger to train. You know, Prefontaine is probably the most recognizable example of this, right? Who just could go there. A, a, a contemporary is Connor Mance. He's, if you ever watch his kid run, he will just grit his teeth and go. I think this is Michael Jordan. I think this is Hunter McIntyre. I think he just, his fire burns so hot and his training is so on point. I think Ryan Atkins is the same way. 
And that's why these guys are champions. In CrossFit, we're seeing it right now with Roman Krennikov, right? Like he has both. He has both. I think Matt Fraser had both. I think Rich Froning had both. I think, you know, there is Jeff Adler who won this year. I think that was more, he was hungry. And he facilitated, to, he got so good to facilitate to a point, then he had that, facilitated that fire burning. You know, so what is it that's going to make your fire burn? What is something that's going to burn hot enough that will make you develop a higher level of toughness, which is going to improve your ceiling? What's going to let you push harder and push further into competition than you ever have before? And this doesn't need to be like negative, right? It doesn't need to be the Goggins way. And it seems like popular culture right now, it has a lot to do with people being like hyper serious and really negative about this mindset that they're adopting. Like what's going to get you there is like, doesn't necessarily need you to think that you are less than if you don't. It doesn't have to be like this alpha mentality that uh, I, I if I don't do this, I'm this or that, or I do this because it sucks. So therefore, like eh, that's just a one way of doing it. And I think it's romanticized. And I don't think that that's the way most people are going to be wired, especially today. But it does have to be something that resonates with you. It has to be something important enough that you are not willing to back down when things get nasty. Something big enough that a letdown just isn't an option. And that takes introspective work, a lot of introspective work. And sometimes, honestly, that's harder than the training. It's harder to look inward and know what is going to allow you to go there. And then when you have that, you have to go there. And it sucks. <laughs> it is so uncomfortable. But the reward that you feel when you come out the other side is going to be something like you've never experienced. And I guess, and, and some of you have had this. Some of you have it inherently. You can go there every single time, right? And, and just the unknown and unknowable, the, the, the death race, the death march, the Spartan of it all. That's like what you're here for, right? And you come out the other side and you know, and you're just like, man, when things got nasty, I didn't back down. And you can perform fine, right? And still back down. I've been there many times. I wanted my hunger to outweigh the fire that needed. And it just doesn't. It can get you really close. It could probably get you 95% of the way there. But that extra 5%, that really deep, dark, hard place to go. That's going to take a lot of work. That's going to take a lot of work and it's going to take the hunger and you're going to need to facilitate that fire and you're going to need to keep it burning. You're going to need to keep it burning. So what is that for you? What is that for you? How are you going to put that in place? How are you going to put that on top of your training? Give it a shot. See how it goes. Okay. Shout outs to another sponsor here, Driven Nutrition. Driven Nutrition, we've been working together for a couple months now. And what I've been most impressed about with Driven is their absolute quality of product. <laughs> and that's something that I've, I have with all my sponsors. I really believe in them all. But Driven Nutrition, what they're doing, they're making products that athletes actually need. A lot of these nutrition companies, they're just making products that you think you need and they put some, some marketing behind it. They pull at your heartstrings and they get you to buy stuff that you don't 
need. Driven Nutrition, what, even in the short amount of time that we've worked together, they've developed two new products that is going to be very helpful for my day-to-day. The first one is a stimulant-free pre-workout uh, based toward endurance. It's called Flow, F-L-O-W. And this has a lot of cool things like electrolytes, a lot of like the pre-workout stuff that you should have, like that in terms of an endurance athlete to help you stay hydrated. But it also has some vasodilation products in there, like uh, beet root powder, and also some anti-inflammatory stuff like tart cherry juice. It just has a lot of cool stuff that is on the forefront of performance when it comes to endurance. Stimulant-free, that's my jam because I like coffee, as spoken about in the beginning of this podcast. I will drink my Resolute coffee and then have my pre-workout flow and I'll be ready to rock. I'll be ready to go. And they also just created this uh, a post-workout recovery kind of shake that gives you a little bit more carbohydrates, branched chain amino acids, and also electrolytes, creating a lot of cool stuff that has been shown to work post-workout. A lot of times we focus very much on protein, right? And protein is very, very helpful, a little bit harder to digest. So taking the carbohydrate piece out of the out of like the protein shake, you're, you're missing a lot of the recovery. So having the carbohydrates in there with the branch chain amino acids, it's a good way to kind of get both of the, the uh, perks of a protein shake with carbohydrates. It makes it a little bit easier to, to digest and take in. And having those electrolytes in there too, you're just kind of covering all your bases. So if you have like a multiple uh, event day, like I took this as soon as I was done with my cool down after DECA PA. I had teams coming up later, me and Meg Jacoby, we had to do some work. So I took that post-workout shake and, you know, it was easy to digest, felt like I, I, there's like an emptiness that can happen in the way I'm feeling after competition, filled that emptiness, felt ready to rock. And it's, it's a great product. So check out Driven Nutrition. They have really good stuff that athletes do need without just like the BS, man, seriously. I also take the creatine, beta alanine, awesome stuff. Take the greens just to fill in those gaps if I'm traveling and things like that. Really cool stuff coming out of them. Make sure you take a look. RR, our Ryan, 20 for 20% off of your full order with Driven Nutrition. Check that out. So I hope you like this episode a little bit shorter than normal. We'll get back to regular programming with our guy, Ryan Kent. We'll have Meg Jacoby on here as well. I've got some special stuff coming up for you soon when it comes to some programming stuff that I think you're really going to like. So we'll keep you posted on that. But that's it for me. I will talk to you soon.